Gone are the taboo days of pot. As cannabis becomes increasingly celebrated, understood, and legal, it's still a long way from eradicating the stigmas created from years of misinformation. We're investigating facts, cutting through fiction, exploring medical solutions, and sharing the stories of the people making it all possible on the Cultured Cannabis Podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to the Cultured Cannabis Podcast. Today I'm joined by Victoria Ruiz, co-founder of Roland Rosa. Victoria, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very honored. No, what a pleasure. And uh, yeah, it's been an insane just uh, honor and privilege to get to know you. You are, um, you know, a unique person in, in many ways. And I think what you're doing is amazing. And you have a, a really incredible story. And you know, I'm, I'm honored and privileged to have to heard a little bit about it. But I'm excited to to get to know you more. And you're originally from Chicago, right? Uh, Northside. Uh, yes and no. I mean, yes, for the most part. Um, born and raised uh, in Wicker Park. But, you know, my father lived on the south side of Chicago. My mother lived, obviously, a little more up north. Uh, so I guess you could say I had the luxury of experiencing uh, both ends of the city. Um, and it was a very humbling experience. That's beautiful. I, I feel like I grew up kind of the opposite where I didn't have anybody in the south side and yeah. you know didn't really know that world and um you know it just seemed like everything was up north that we did and family was up north and mm-hmm. you know whatever so it's very cool that you had that and now um you know been through some things in your life right a uh, lot <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah yeah and I was wondering if you could share a little bit just about you know some of those things that make you you but that have really come to define you as this amazing woman who's who's on on the pursuit of uh of, of big things i think yeah um i mean where where do i start tony i don't even know like give me uh kind of like a starting point mm, i feel where, like there's so where, where would you say is that significant starting point when it comes to like kind of a defining moment for you where you say you made this decision to go on a path um, maybe on your own or that. Yeah. You know, okay. You, you went. You went against the grain of, of the the general. Yeah. View whether it be family, friends, society. Okay. And kind of started to do your own thing. Well, um, I mean, definitely being just such a rebellious teenager, and you know, uh, life at home was just you know not um, a fairy tale, and so I do think that it led me to make a lot of bad decisions, but. Um, I don't regret those decisions just for the simple fact that it was uh, such a profound experience that really taught me how to be uh, resilient and um, uh, just to not give up on myself. Um, And I just, you know, I've always kind of been a hustler. I've always had that kind of mindset and I've always loved creating experiences for people and just always been a social butterfly and think that I just like really thrive and I get gratification from you know creating memorable experiences for just whomever I try to encounter no you do and and you know we met at um <laughs> it's actually funny how we met <laughs> especially because we just you just figured, real, figured it out today oh my yeah, god yeah I know 
so yeah, I had filmed a <laughs> music video in essence, right? Yeah. Um, uh, at a nightclub, and essentially you were in the video, and I didn't know that we <laughs> do it together. That it was you in the video. You told me, like, wait, like I think I'm in this video. I'm like, nah. I, I told think, you. <laughs> I think I think you're the wrong video. Like, nah, I don't. I would remember. There's no way. Nope. And there you were, you know, um, doing your thing. But yeah, so you are this person who now um, is is doing big things, and I see that part of being a part of this community is also seeing that this is very new territory and it's, it's such an opportune time for those who are ambitious, have a vision, want to you know see the opportunity, um, also have been impacted by the plant in some positive way that have a positive story with it. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, like I said, here you are just doing your thing and, and you have this great brand. Uh, you obviously have a, a, you know, a co-founder and, and, you know, you guys are a team and all that. Yeah. Shout out Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, but, you know, how have those experiences when it comes to those things that you went through had that kind of like that story that gave you that drive to do what you do now? Yeah. So I'm sorry. Can you <laughs> repeat the question? <laughs> sorry. Um, so you're asking me like how that influenced what I'm doing now, yeah, essentially. 100%. So, um, you know, it was really... It was really random. It kind of just came about. And, you know, I've always been a fond lover of the plant. Um, and, you know, Vanessa and I kind of met through a mutual friend. Well, one we share a best friend. They went to high school. I kind of met after high school in, you know, Ariel's early college years, which is, you know, our best friend that we share but uh, just, you know, her and I were the only friends in the friend group that could hang when it came to smoking as much as we did. <laughs> and she just kind of became my smoking pal or my smoking buddy. And um, over time, you know, we were misinformed about Lazy Susan. We were told that it was a woman-owned company, women-owned business. And that's why we were so, like, you know, enthusiastic about supporting, you know, that company and, and letting other women know. And then... And when, it's just as a consumer when you're... Yeah, just as a consumer. We were like, pink papers, so cute. Women-owned, even better, because that was kind of unheard of, right? Uh, the cannabis industry is a very male-dominated industry, and so there's not a lot of things out there for women. So one day we finally decided to Google and figure out who the CEO was and how... Blazy Susan came about and you know we found out that you know he was a Caucasian male that was essentially profiting off of the femininity of the product and you know he donates to um, breast cancer awareness and he's very you know avid in the community and all but it just kind of you know sparked the idea like hey you know we're women we're Latina like why can't we do it if he can do it (laughs) you know why can't we so we just kind of, yeah, we sparked that idea. We brainstormed and we tried to create something that hasn't been on the market yet. And, you know, that was a Roland Rosa, you know, origami rolls filter tip. Like nobody really does custom filter tips. Uh, it's kind of like not really like predominant in this kind of area of expertise and uh there's not a lot of like luxury products especially geared towards women so you know we wanted to create something that made us feel classy you know because 
for so long, uh, smoking cannabis, I feel like we can all agree that we, to some sense, we kind of feel like a criminal, right? We're like, yeah. oh, we got to hide in the alley. We got to smoke in these little areas, these little cuts, as we call them. Um, and and now, you know, Illinois has changed and the city of Chicago, where we've been able to create these safe havens where people can network and business professionals can gather around and enjoy the cannabis together and, you know, talk about whatever like-minded, you know, ideas they have or abstract thoughts they have. And everything's welcomed. And I think that's so beautiful. And I'm just really, like ecstatic to be a part of it um if you asked me you know years ago if <laughs> i would ever see myself in this type of situation i would be like ha like you're joking but um i'm very you know blessed and very grateful and i'm so excited to see what the future has for me and vanessa you know no and it is a thriving community and it's very cool that you know you have that 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 view of it because that's how i've come to see it too it's um, you know, it's it's a very Chicago thing too. Oh yeah. You know, it's just that it's kind of it lends itself to the culture, right? It's a, it's a great fit. Um, and for you, when you talk about being in this industry, like you you have since sixteen, you've been in the service industry, or you were, yeah. Rather, um, you yeah, know, tell me about just kind of how that has played a role into um, how you've you've taken the I guess the the marketing or the branding or mm -hmm. you know just the way you approach the brand. Yeah. Um, well, you know, me and the service industry had like a, a long run. Uh, <laughs> as you said, I'd been involved since I was like 16, started off as a hostess, worked my way, way up to a server, you know, et cetera, et cetera, a bartender and so on. Um, and I guess it just really helped with uh, creating, you know, relationships with people, from every different direction, right? Every type of industry you could think of, whether it was industrial, whether it was, you know, financial, whether it was real estate, cannabis, anything. Um, and it was just so cool because it's like, you know, we all gotta eat, we all like to drink to a certain extent. And um, it just really enabled me to really grow my business when I did decide to go into cannabis. I feel like a huge um, catalyst for the growth of my business was all of the relationships that I actually did create through bartending or just working in a restaurant, you know? And I think that's so cool because if you really think about it, you know, the industry, um, is what the second largest employer in the United States, the number one being, you know, the government, of course. Um, but yeah, like hospitality, you know, all of that, it's, it's everywhere. And um, I think there's so much to be taught, whether it's customer service or operational kind of, you know, things. Um, there's just a lot to learn from it. Uh, and I think that it really gave me the opportunity to kind of um, perceive uh, how I want to build my business, right? And how I want to um, reach out to my clients or to my customers, the, the consumers that enjoy Roland Rosa products. And, uh, and it, it all really just stems down to, you know, creating uh, just that, that experience uh, that you can't really get anywhere. Absolutely. 
and and, I, and you can sense that in the brand and what you've done oh, with yeah. it and even from the pop-ups that i see which is you know you're hustling i mean you're out there you're you're yeah, at festivals definitely. you're at um at dispensaries you're, you guys are everywhere now one of the messages that you know i asked you about as far as really just what this journey has been to you mm-hmm. and, and and if you can kind of summarize it was that you don't take no for an answer, right? Mm-hmm. That you have to understand that you're not going to be successful overnight. Yeah. Now, what were those challenges for you that you got those no's and how did you overcome those? Yeah, I mean, um, it, it just really came with being persistent and just educating myself, learning more about whatever it is uh at hand you know whatever trial or tribulation Vanessa and I were facing uh whether it was finding manufacturers whether it was mass production what whatever it was it was just being knowledgeable in what it is we're creating how it's created and how it's supposed to be done and uh just you know finding someone that was patient enough and saw the vision because i think that's what it really came down to was just somebody being like hey this is a fucking phenomenal excuse me (laughs) a phenomenal idea (laughs) and just you know just like taking the time to make it happen um and the patience because that's what that's what differentiates Roland Rosa right is is the rose filter tip that little origami rose do you know how difficult that is to create and to create them like mass produce them you know it's like it's just not anybody can do it it's it's gonna take time and it's gonna take patience and I get it I myself am not a patient person so I could totally understand why other people were like there's no way you know, but we had the vision and we knew that it was going to be a profound experience for other people, especially women. Um, and, you know, roses are very prominent in Latino culture and, and being Latina, you know, we wanted to make sure that we put something out there that embodied, you know, women and, you know, Latin culture as well as, you know, brown power because Latinas aren't the only ones, right, that are melanated and that have, you know, curly hair and, you know, and we just wanted to really create this space for women of all colors but especially brown women because we don't really have you know that platform um publicly you don't really see that in a lot of uh brandings anywhere else no and i think honestly when i think of the brand itself i mean you've done it you guys have done a great job honestly it's uh you know my hat off to you because it's very timeless is what i look at it as. <laughs> like it, it really has this timeless element it's mm-hmm. got a very nostalgic thing you know it's almost like I get like a 50s era, right? Mm-hmm. But if it really works for today. And so. Yeah. It could be vintage. It could be modern. Yeah, right. I know. Yeah. I love that. I love I love that you said that. And, yeah. you know, that's perfect. Because, you know, pretty soon we will be releasing some things um, that are uh, a little more old school. But, you know, we'll, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> and, well, I guess on that note, what can you share more about the vision, though? What, like, in terms of what you see the brand maybe evolving to, or what you hope for it? Yeah. Um, so you know, we really promote Roland Rosa as a lifestyle, right? So even though we are in cannabis and we do have some merch, um, we do, you know, plan to expand. Um, we want to be more involved in, uh, you know, women's health, uh, whether it's mental, emotional, physical. 
Um, and, you know, being Latinos and, you know, Vanessa was a dreamer, uh, you, you know, when we get to the point where we can get more involved in philanthropy, we do want to give back to our city. You know, we love Chicago uh, and we do want to help other, you know, immigrants out there, you know, achieve citizenship, get jobs, receive education, grant, grants, wh whatever it is. We want to be as involved in the community, uh, but, you know, specifically for our people, because uh, if you really think about it, you know, the, the natives of this land, uh, they they use the plant and they taught a lot of individuals how to utilize that plant. And unfortunately, there are a lot of, you know, brown people that are being prosecuted and that have been prosecuted for the plant, even though it is legalized, decriminalized, medical now, whatever it is, it varies based on, you know, your state. But uh, we want to be able to be a part of that movement because uh, it's not fair. And um, we do want to right those wrongs. No, and, and as much as we can. <laughs> and and I, you know, it's it's really great that we had a, you know, a really good conversation before, and mm -hmm. you know, I can attest to the fact that I, I think you know people are genuine, and it was a very genuine conversation, in that you really have that heart where you don't, you're not ambitious for selfish gain, and um, yeah, that really comes no. across, you know. And so, that I think obviously it's not just that you're doing these things, but I have to say that it really is that you have a great product. And from what uh, I told you, and shout out to Sergio Lopez of Juana Mama <laughs> Delights, um, <laughs> but he had come in and, and we were just talking and he said, you know, um, I don't like joints, but um, that I tried these um, Roland Rosa joints and that are cones. And I was like that's the one joint that he does like and that's yeah. what he will smoke and he's like I Yay. don't know what it is it's the origami tip yes. or what but I was really just impressed that you know he had he didn't know that he didn't say that he didn't feel obligated to and he didn't know that you were going to be on the podcast and so to hear it that way it's like wow that's a testament to something you're doing and you know you're, you're on to something right whatever that is but mm. you know um I'm curious to see how it, you know, it all turns out, right? That yeah. that you have uh, a lot going on, and how can people find you uh, online? You know, how can yeah? Uh, um, so I mean, you can go to RolandRosa.com. Um, no G, because people always type in rolling. It is not rolling. It is Roland Rosa. <laughs> but you know, we're available at Sunnyside, uh, New Era, Green Rose, La Estrella, Mini Mart. Um, Roots, which is in uh, the Logan Square location, Dispensary 33, um, and, you know, a lot more to come. Um, we want to be as accessible as possible. I, as you know, we just came back from Vegas, and before then we were in L.A., and, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of exciting things that are on the rise. <laughs> That's amazing. And, you know, I have to say, because you're, you're really you know, talking about all these places that you're at, and, and it's so admirable because the way that you've approached it is just with that determination, right? Mm -hmm. What advice um, would you give to those young people out there who um, are, are looking at you and saying, you know, how do you do this? What, how do I get started? What, what advice would you give? Like, what would be something that you would tell, you know, those individuals? And, and you know what? I feel like I'm going to sound like so cliche. Um, know your product right obviously i created well me and vanessa created rolling roses so obviously 
we know our product, right? Nobody's going to know it better than us. Um, but if I were to hire people that were going to sell my product, I would want them to know, you know, what it is, what differentiates us from, you know, our competitors, um, what makes us stand out, why we're unique, um, and, and doing your research, doing your research on whomever it is, whatever account you're trying to, you know, obtain. I think a really big part of uh, growing your business is not not making, you know, the partnerships you establish. You don't want your partners to feel like all you care about is, you know, like monetary things, right? So how much they're purchasing, volume, da-da-da-da, all of that. It's like, no, like we're, we're – I feel like the cannabis industry is so different and so new in Illinois, and it's very important that we congregate, we, we're together, we're, you know, one, um, because we've made it this far, and we want to keep growing, right? And we want a lot of these petty rules and regulations. I won't really get into it, but we want it to be a fair kind of thing, you know, um, situation for everyone. So I would just say, you know, keeping yourself educated and what it is you're smoking, who it is you're, you know, um, promoting or supporting. And, and, you know, if you're trying to get into the industry, educate yourself and, you know, network and be genuine because if you have ulterior motives, um, things will bite you back in the ass. Yeah. And, and, and and that's in anything. That's when you're in any industry, you don't want to burn any bridges, right? Um, because you never know who knows who, and you never know. At the end of the day, it always comes back full circle. Uh, so I just say, like, just, you know, have good intentions and just be yourself. And, you know, as long as you're not putting up a facade and trying to be someone that you're not or to promote something that you're not really um, standing behind, uh, it, people are going to see that. No, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And it's just exhausting to have to do all that. It's so exhausting. You know, but, you know, on that, I do want to thank you for coming in. It's been an honor getting <laughs> to know you, and I'm excited to see, you know, what this is. You're also yes. going to be, you know, hosting uh, on the on the podcast. So I'm excited for you to connect with your community and just get to know that side of it through your lens um but yeah i just want to thank you again thank you i'm like i said i'm so honored to be here i had so much fun um and it's always a pleasure tony it, it really is i feel like every time that we you know spend time together it's always good vibes and i always leave feeling refreshed and just you know recharged and uh i think um that is a very, you know, it speaks volumes, uh, and, and that's not something that you come by uh, with just anybody. So oh, thank you. the <laughs> nicest compliment I've gotten. Yes. So thank you. I uh, appreciate it very <laughs> much. And yeah, same. No, I appreciate you. Thank you. And yeah, Yay. Excited to see, like I said, what comes of this uh, beautiful relationship. So thank you. All right. Let's do this. Let's do this.